Welcome to Of The Ether Podcast, where we help the modern intuitive connect to their body, authentic self, the ether, and beyond. I'm your host, Alyssa McDowell, Holy Fire Karuna Reiki Master and Teacher. Let's go. I am so excited for this episode today because we're talking about the psychic senses. You may also know these as psychic abilities, senses, maybe psychic gifts, and we are going to get into all of it today. Developing and discovering my psychic senses has been truly a ride. It is one of my favorite things to do. It constantly amazes me, and I just love it so much. But there's a lot of misconceptions about what it means to be psychic, right? We have all these influences from pop culture, from Teresa Caputo, maybe Sylvia Brown. And typically in these instances, you're seeing psychic abilities used either to connect with past loved ones or to predict the future. But that's not all they're there for. And I'll tell you right now that psychic abilities are not just reserved for those few select chosen ones. Anyone can hone and strengthen psychic abilities if they so choose. Now, it's, it's just like anyone can become a writer, right? But not everyone wants to write. And that's fair. That's totally fine. But if this is of interest to you, know that you can develop your abilities, these senses, for yourself. You can develop this gift, this ability, and do what you want with it. You can have fun with it. So growing up, psychics always kind of intrigued me. They amazed me. I was also and am kind of still fearful of like having dead people show up in my space. But it was still something that really caught my interest early on my entire life. Did I ever think that I could do that myself? No, absolutely not. Did I want to? Yeah, (laughs) sure I did. And then while I was working on healing my chronic illness, my thyroid, and kind of like stepping into spirituality, I discovered Reiki. And I received Reiki from someone virtually. And the way she tapped into my energy body and was like, hey, you have this going on, or this is why this is happening in your life. This is why you show up this way. This is how you can course correct. And she hit the nail on the head every single time about things that I not only hadn't admitted to anybody else, but I could barely admit them to myself. And I was like, oh my goodness, I want to do that too. And Reiki was really kind of the gateway to my psychic abilities because I could understand that anyone could learn and be attuned to Reiki. And when you are attuned to Reiki, it kind of helps you up-level in that way energetically to connect to yourself first and connect to the divine. And so I received the Reiki a couple months later. I was like, yep, sign me up. I need to be attuned to Reiki. And I was attuned to level one and level two. And the next year I was attuned to level three, which is the Holy Fire Reiki master level. And with each attunement, my psychic abilities grew, 
with the attunement. And of course, I was practicing outside of that as well. But the Reiki helps. So I've been doing this for a while. Um, it's something that I work on practically every day. And if I'm not working on it, I'm actively paying attention to it, writing things down, taking note, meditating, doing all the things in order to connect to this part of myself. And you can do this too. You don't have to be attuned to Reiki to start today. What we are going to do today, whether you have practiced your psychic abilities or not, we are going to dive into the different psychic senses, how they can show up so you can recognize them for what they are. Because I will take a confident guess that you have been experiencing psychic senses in some capacity, but you just didn't understand that that's what it was, which is fine. But the more you can understand what you are experiencing, the easier it is to let it grow. So first, as a disclaimer, know that psychic senses show up a little bit differently for everyone. And it isn't kind of like a one-size-fits-all. Someone who experiences clairsentience will experience something that is completely different from another person who experiences clairsentience. But there is kind of like an umbrella to help you understand and recognize what it is. And also, there is some overlap in the psychic senses where I've seen some people define one way it shows up as another gift and I kind of define it as another one. So know that there is some overlap. Again, this isn't a one size fits all. This is all meant for play and meant to connect you to yourself and the divine. And really the labels don't matter. The labels just help our human brain kind of understand, but it isn't this cumbersome concrete set of rules. So when we are talking about psychic senses, we are talking about our consciousness processing information that is not coming from our human body, which is very logical base, and it's not coming from our ego, which is very often fear-based or like in protection mode. We are stepping away from those two things. We're stepping away from our human logical brain we're stepping away from our ego and we are connecting to spirit, to the universe, to God, to divine, whatever you want to call it, to your spirit guides. So we're using senses that require a little bit more intention and awareness to tune into because that information is there for us. It's all in the energy and the processing of it, but we have to tune into it. Um, it's kind of, it's, it's not like our human side where we know that we are touching a rough sweater because it's just like on our skin. It's a process of changing how we're perceiving energy outside of those traditional physical senses. So hearing, seeing, touching, tasting, all those traditional human senses that come really naturally to us without effort. All right, let's dig into it. The first sense we're going to discuss today is clairsentience, which means clear feeling. So with clairsentience, you can feel the emotion or energy or even physical pain that isn't necessarily your own. 
This one by far is my strongest sense and it has been with me my entire life even before I realized that it was a psychic ability. Uh, I've always been able to process the undercurrent energy that is around, process other people's energy within my body, mistaking it for my own, getting really confused. Anyway, as an example, let's say we're tuning into our psychic gifts and we are going to use this example throughout the series and the example of seeing a house or experiencing a house psychically. So, with clairsentience being the only sense you are experiencing, an example of this in the works would be, you know the house is cozy because you can feel the warmth of the lit fireplace. So you feel it. You're not seeing it. You're not hearing it. You're only feeling it. So, clairsentience can show up as not being able to watch horror movies because you feel exactly what the characters are feeling as if it's happening to you. Uh, I definitely experienced this one. Even like movie trailers really get under my skin and I have the hardest time shaking the events out of my body because it feels like it's happening to me. And I remember being a kid and experiencing or watching scary content and just like waiting in bed at night waiting for it to happen to me. Like I could imagine every single thing. And it's really difficult to shake if you're not practiced and if you don't know what it is. Another way to tell you are experiencing clairsentience is you may have trouble deciphering if what you're feeling is yours or someone else's, or you're just getting like really strong emotional waves through your body and you don't know where the hell they're coming from. Like, it feels like yours because it's in your body, right? But you're like, where the hell did this come from? Why am I feeling like this? And you can't find the root cause of it. On the other side of the spectrum, you might start picking up hobbies that seem spontaneous or out of character, especially if you're watching other people doing those same hobbies with joy and excitement. Maybe they're really successful, I spent a couple years convinced I was going to be a painter. I was convinced that I could make that my life's work. And after I learned about psychic abilities, I was like, oh, <laughs> no wonder why it felt so abrasive and it never like really stuck and I didn't have fun doing it because I was watching these creators, these painters who made this their life's work and they absolutely loved it. But I was feeling their love for it. It wasn't mine. I thought it was, but it was theirs. With clairsentience, you might have body twitches when you watch people dance. I experienced this one quite a lot. Like your body like anticipates the next move before you even see it. You might get like gut feelings. Like when someone proposes, you go somewhere and you're like, oh, that kind of gave me a stomach ache that just doesn't like feel right. Uh, or you might get cold chills when spirits are around. That's the way your body is letting you feel the energy. And when I communicate with spirit, the majority of the time it is through my clairsentience as intrusive thoughts. So, and I call this clairsentience, clear feeling, and not like auditory communication 
because it's happening in my head the same way my thoughts are, the same way my feelings are, when you're kind of working through that in your brain, those intrusive thoughts do feel like your own voice, but they're not. (laughs) You know it's not clairsentience if it comes in a different voice, like it's a different tone, the, the pitch is different, it sounds like a completely different person. With clairsentience, it sounds like you, but it isn't coming from you. You can decipher what is coming from you. Like if you're having a conversation via clairsentience, you'll ask a question and then you'll receive the answer with clairsentience, with the intrusive thought. This is the one that gets a little hairy because some people view this as clairaudience. I don't because clairaudience means it sounds differently. You're hearing it. You're hearing a different sound. You're hearing a different pitch. You're hearing a different tone. And with the intrusive thoughts, clairsentience, you're not hearing it. It's just kind of like happening in the ether of your consciousness. All right, the next one we're going to go to is clair empathy, which is clear emotion. This is the ability to sense people's emotions, thoughts, maybe symptoms. You perceive the emotional energy. This is different from clairsentience because clairsentience, you're feeling it as if it's yours, where clairempathy, you're just able to recognize the feeling for what it is without actually feeling it. Does that make sense? So if we go back to the house scenario, So if we're perceiving this house, we're using our psychic senses, Claire empathy in particular, you can sense that the person tending the garden in the back of the house has arthritic hands as they work the soil. You get a download that their hands hurt because of the arthritis, but you don't actually feel it in your hands as if it was your own. If you felt it within your hands, that would be clairsentience. So some examples of clear empathy is while someone is telling you that they are doing really well in life, you're having a conversation, and you sense that they're actually like really angry about something. You have no reason to believe this, but you just kind of like get this undercurrent of energy that they're actually really angry. Maybe you walk into a room and you're able to tell that an argument just ensued, even though the occupants in the room are acting like everything is totally fine. Uh, Another indicator of this is you just have a really good bullshit meter. (laughs) Like, you know when someone is lying despite what they are actually telling you. Next up is claircognizance. This is clear knowing. With claircognizance, you have knowledge that in a traditional sense, you normally wouldn't have access to. This is perhaps the most easily doubted clair within yourself because the information is just there but you don't have any proof or senses like sight or hearing or feeling to back it up like it's just like living in the space of your brain so it's really really easy to self-doubt so if we go back to the house analogy you can describe the color and details of the front door without actually seeing it so you know that the door is yellow You know that it has a wreath hanging on it, but like you've never seen the door. You're not seeing it with your physical senses or your psychic senses. You just know. 
signs you are experiencing claircognizance is that you're just really great at giving advice, even if you don't have personal experience in the problem area. People just like seem to come to you because you give really good advice. Or maybe you get ideas instantly and seemingly effortlessly. A lot of times, like writers, songwriters, musicians experience claircognizance because the information just like downloads into them effortlessly, seemingly effortlessly, right? You can predict future events as if they were facts. Maybe you finish people's sentences. That is claircognizance. You just know what they're going to say. For me personally, my claircognizance pairs with my clairvoyance. So my claircognizance is stronger than my clairvoyance, which is seeing. And so when I'm doing Reiki sessions, I can often like see shadows of things, but I can't, if I'm only using my vision alone, I can't get any details, but the details will download through my claircognizance. So I'll see a shadow, but I will know that the shadow is actually an eagle. Does that make sense? They kind of like pair together to make the information come through stronger in a way that works for you. Which is a great segue to clairvoyance, which is clear seeing. Clairvoyance is the ability to see something that isn't really in your physical reality, physically in front of your face, like with your eyeballs, or in your mind's eye. So back to the house. You see the details of the house clearly, being able to see and experience what the front door looks like. So you know the door is yellow because you can see the color yellow. You know there is a wreath on the door because you can see it, either in a vision with your eyeballs or in a vision within your mind's eye, in your head. Some ways to experience clairvoyance is experiencing very vivid dreams. Uh, Maybe you're moving into lucid dreaming, or maybe you're moving on to being more aware with astral projecting. On a more simple level, maybe you're just able to visualize incredibly easily, very quickly, very like off the cuff. For me, when I see things in front of my face (laughs) with my eyeballs, I see like sparks or like discs of light when certain spirits or entities are in the room with me. They kind of like look like stars in the room. Sometimes it's one, sometimes it's a couple. One time my grandma was in the room before I even realized I had clairvoyance and there was just like this section in the room, maybe like four feet tall, three feet wide, and it was just like this sprinkling of shimmering stars. It was so beautiful. Now, when I'm working with spirit guides, my spirit team, or deities, or even my higher self, I will see usually one or two stars of light in the room. Most of the time, they're white. Sometimes they're blue. I think I've gotten purple before, but I'm able to perceive the energy as light. If you're a little bit more developed, maybe you actually see the spirit, the entity. Maybe you can like see them in front of your face, in the room, like a ghost. I don't have a lot of experience with ghosts, but they can appear that way as well. Or maybe you are able to see auras and perceive the color within the auric energy field. 
I did have one experience where I saw with my physical eyes. So one time I was walking in the grass, I had just finished meditating and I was looking down at my feet as I was walking and all of a sudden, like I just saw these violets on the grass and they looked like this like hologram overlay, just like this really small area, maybe like four violets. And so it was like a hologram. So I could see the violets clearly for what they were, but I could see that they weren't on the same plane as the grass. And I could still like make out the information of the grass visually through it. It's like seeing two different things at once. So that is all with your eyeballs right in front of your face. So what does clairvoyance look like when it's in your head, in your mind's eye? I actually blocked this from growing for a really long time because it wasn't showing up the way I expected it to. I wasn't recognizing it for what it was. And so I was denying that I had the ability at all. And then once I started getting more comfortable with my gifts and really being more curious about it, I was able to realize that, oh, I am more clairvoyant than I realized. And so for me, when I see clairvoyantly, I see in my mind's eye and usually it's pretty dark. Sometimes I'll see like dark silhouettes in my mind's eye, but it's more like perceiving what's in front of my face or if you have your eyes closed, it's dark and having like the information rolling through your consciousness at the same time. So if my eyes are open, I'm seeing my living room, but at the same time, I'm also seeing someone waving at me or I'm seeing an eagle or I'm seeing the front door in my head at the same time. And usually this isn't like a clear image for me. Will it be eventually? I am assuming so. Is it right now? No. So there is a spectrum. This is why psychic abilities can take a lot of intention and skill to hone because you really have to pay attention to what you are experiencing because you're often seeing it on like a different level or like a different energy source that we're not normally tuning into. And so it doesn't look like what your normal physical senses look like. Next up, we have clear audience, which is clear hearing. So you hear words, sounds, or messages in music that sometimes aren't in our physical 3D plane. We're going back to the house and you can hear that there are goats behind the house in the pasture. You can hear them making goat sounds. <laughs> are you physically there? No, we are tuning in psychically and we can still hear the information of the environment. Okay, so a clear audience, you are receiving communication from other entities in a voice that is not your own. It does not sound like yourself. It's clearly someone else. And you could be hearing this outside of yourself, like with your ears, or you could be hearing it inside your head. Or maybe you are hearing it with one ear and not the other. Maybe there's different entities that come in one way and another entity another way. You might experience ear ringing often. That could be a sign of clear audience or maybe your ability being like fine-tuned or turned on or it may be a message that you need to like tune in and meditate because there's something there for you. I personally don't get a lot of ear ringing, but what I do get is like this, this like tunnel hearing. So one of my ears might feel like it's completely covered and the other one like gets turned on and it's like the static 
or vice versa. Or maybe they both just like sound really staticky for like 10 seconds. Or alternatively, have you ever like been in bed, you're like on the brink of falling asleep and like you're barely conscious and you start to hear voices? (laughs) This is Claire audience. Your guards are down, your human senses are dulling, and so your psychic senses are louder because you're not like filtering it with logic and ego, right? And so you may hear voices or whispers or maybe even your name just as you're falling asleep. Again, either with your ears or inside your head. Hey, are you an entrepreneur? Did you know that Kind Publishing Co., features a variety of entrepreneurs, coaches, teachers, and transformers on our platform. When you contribute educational content in the form of written word or video, you will simultaneously share your knowledge and expertise, grow your audience, and gain credibility and authority. We believe that spirituality, personal development, and healing is individualized and can be customized to suit your needs. Because of this, we promote a variety of different beliefs and avenues that empower our community to continuously evolve their practice. So if you are ready to boost your credibility and authority to an audience who is already looking for exactly what you have, visit kindpublishingco.com slash get published to learn more. You might experience receiving messages and music. Maybe you listen to a song and you just know that you were meant to hear that song or it resonates so deeply with advice or a path that you needed to hear. Or maybe it was just one line of the song or a line in a movie that you were watching. You're receiving messages through your ears, through really any sound, uh, but it could be a voice, it could be music, it could be a poem. Whatever you can hear is audience. Next up is clairtangency. This is clear touch, the ability to sense information through touching something, usually an inanimate object, or maybe by hugging someone. An example would be you walk in the house, you touch the banister, and can recall a childhood memory the owner holds dearly. The information came from touching the banister. So how do you know you experience clairtangency? You might feel overwhelmed or uncomfortable in cluttered spaces because you're receiving too much information. Or maybe the thought of having something secondhand feels really, really uncomfortable, but you're not really sure why. You might feel physical discomfort with particular objects that just feel off. Um, There was one time that I received a book as a gift It was a spiritual book about mindset and divine connection. And I tried to read this book. And every time I picked it up, I got a stomach ache every single time. I could not figure it out. But it was like my stomach ache was so bad that I had to put the book down because I couldn't concentrate. And I couldn't read the book. And then I came back to it months later and felt completely fine. It was during a time that I had already done a lot of trauma healing and shadow work and I didn't experience the same discomfort that I did when I first picked up the book and this was my clear tangency telling me that I wasn't ready for the book's message yet. I wasn't in the right position to receive the information that it held yet and so 
later when I was, I was able to pick up the book no problem. Or maybe you're a person that doesn't like hugging. (laughs) I am one of these people. I didn't know that I didn't really like hugging until it was pointed out to me. And one, I grew up in a family that had little to no physical touch at all. But I get a little overwhelmed when people hug me. And I didn't know that until someone pointed out to me, a psychic, who was like, I think you're clairtangent. Like, do you not hug people? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) So she was, that's why, because you're clairtangent and you're getting overwhelmed from information when you're hugging people and sometimes so much information that it feels overwhelming. And so you like shut it off. You're like, no, don't touch me. Next, we are going to cover clairalliance. Clairalliance or clear smelling is you can smell scents that just don't have a physical presence. So if we're tuning into the house, you can smell the freshly cut grass coming through the open windows. You can smell what is there. An example of this would be you can smell scents that are associated with a past over loved one. So their past, they're not with us physically, but sometimes you can smell their perfume or sometimes you can smell the exact scent of their house. So there isn't a lot of differentiating factors for this sense because it's fairly simple, right? But we have this sense because our sense of smell, psychically or physically, is connected to our memory recall. We perceive the scent psychically so we can tune into the memory. Sometimes, not all the time, but most often it's so we can recall what that memory feels like or what it inspires. I was in a Reiki session once with a client and at the end, I was like, I don't know what this means, but I could smell pretzels while I was at your feet. And I don't eat pretzels, I'm gluten-free, right? And I don't remember the last time I had a pretzel at this point. And I knew it had nothing to do with me. And when I told her, she was like, oh, yeah, that's probably a message that I'm eating too much gluten because she herself wasn't eating the way that she was supposed to. And so the sense can be a reminder from loved ones or a memory or to stay on course. All right, the last psychic sense we're going to cover today is clairgustance. This is clear tasting. So you can distinctly taste something that is not physically in your mouth. Back to the house, you can taste the freshly baked pie that is cooling off in the kitchen of the house. What you are tasting psychically is not always food. It could be the taste of dirt or a tree. So know that. But again, this one is quite simple, just like the clear smelling where it's just you tasting something that isn't there. This is similar to the gift of clairalliance where the Psychic information that you're receiving is prompting you to tune into something else. So a clear smelling is prompting you to dive into your memory recall. With clairgustance or clear tasting, it's prompting you to tune into how that taste is making you feel. It's a lot, right? So what senses were you experiencing that you didn't necessarily realize you were experiencing? Probably more than you thought. Okay, we are going to dive into some questions that I received on my TikTok account, thekind.witch. So the first question is, how do you start developing your psychic abilities? You have to meditate. You have to find time to quiet your regular 3D physical senses so you can tune into what is happening psychically. Now, you don't have to meditate for 
30 minutes or an hour. Like you don't need to do that at all, but just like a couple minutes a day, even three minutes will help significantly. And while you're in meditation, this isn't a place to quiet your mind as you hear all the time. It's not the place to create silence in your head. It's a place to quiet what is happening in your everyday life and opening your divine connection and waiting to see what comes in. So maybe you quiet down your to-do list or what your kids are doing in the other room and you open that space up so you can get an idea or you can get some advice or you can be told about something you need to pay attention to or a next class that you need to take or maybe there's a deity who wants to talk to you, whatever it is. But you need to be able to quiet all those other things down so you can open that up. Will you need to do this forever? No. But you need to start flexing the muscles of opening that other part of yourself up. Eventually, you'll be able to kind of do that purposefully. That might not be the right word, but you won't have to like disconnect yourself from your everyday life in order to receive that information. Eventually, you have to get good at quieting it down first. And then once you are starting to recognize what you are experiencing is a psychic ability, pay attention to it. What are you experiencing? Write it down. Celebrate yourself. Maybe say it out loud. Tell your spirit guides, hey, I saw this number. I know you sent it to me. Or I suddenly got this burst of inspiration and I wrote down this beautiful poem and it felt so effortless. That was my clear cognizance. Celebrate what you are experiencing. Write it down. And again, I say write it down because this helps ground it into your physical body so you don't forget it. But also it's a way to remember that, yeah, you are experiencing these really cool things. Something that helped me on my journey was becoming Reiki attuned. Now, yes, I do offer classes, but this isn't a PSA for that. But when you become attuned to Reiki, You get attuned to a higher level of consciousness that allows you to access that information more easily. And so with each attunement level, so there's one, two, three, and then there's Karuna, you get higher access. It becomes easier. And I really use that as a tool to help me along my way with my gifts 100%. If there's a tool out there that can help you, take it if it resonates. You can always ask your spirit guides to show you or come to you with messages. So you can say, hey, I'm interested in starting a relationship with you. I'm interested in increasing my psychic ability so I can communicate better with you and other entities. Please help me tune into that space and maybe ask for particular signs. So ask to see angel numbers or ask to see a red cardinal within the next 24 hours. You can kind of like practice and play with it that way. Next question is how do you know the difference between a psychic download and anxious thoughts? I hear this one a lot because we can receive a lot of scary, intrusive thoughts or what we perceive as downloads that we want to shut out right away. If a thought pops in your head and you are immediately scared, it is not a psychic download. That is your ego. That is your human logical brain. That is a pattern maybe within yourself. It is not a psychic download. It is not the truth. Psychic downloads do not come with an emotion. 
With psychic downloads, it will come just as it is. That's it. It's just there. Can an emotion come afterwards? Yes. The emotion can come afterwards, but it does not come lumped with it. If you're experiencing a lot of anxious thoughts, it can take a lot of time to decipher what is anxiousness and what is a psychic ability. It will take time. What will help is grounding. If you listen to episode two, I talk about more about how that works, what it means and what it does, but grounding will help to get rid of anxious thoughts. I could talk for hours about gut health, but you're not here for that. So um, you, it will take time and practice to separate psychic abilities from anxiousness, but they do not come together. A really good example of this is when my daughter was like under four, I used to have this really random fear pop up that she was going to die young. Like, I haven't admitted this to anyone, but randomly all the time, I would just suddenly have this fear drop in and this like felt like knowing that she was going to die really young. And I would just like look at her and my heart would start start retching and I would be so scared. And you don't want to pay attention to that, right? Because you're like, fuck, what if this is true? What if, what if that is a psychic download? What if I'm predicting the future, right? But I had to remind myself that no, psychic downloads do not come with emotions. And my emotion was coming instantaneously with the download, with the thought. And later, when my daughter was five, I could feel like this fear drop away. And in like other sessions with other healers and my own shadow work, I realized that I had a daughter in a past life who died when she was five. And so it was a fear that was creeping up from a past life. That's a whole nother story. But you can see how if the download comes with an emotion, it is not a psychic prediction or a psychic information. It's something else. All right, third question, how do you strengthen your abilities, right? We all want to do this. This is a never-ending process, and when I say never-ending, I mean never-ending. There's always, like, another level to dive into, which is one of the reasons why I love it so much. It's such this act of play and self-discovery that I can't tap into anywhere else. It's solely on me and my abilities and my trust and my connection to the divine. So how do we strengthen it? First, like I said earlier, focus on what you are good at right now. When you are experiencing, say we're experiencing clairsentience, but we really, really want to be clairvoyant. And so we're like forcing it, but it's not working. It's because you need to pay attention to the clairsentience. You need to pay attention to what you are good at. Usually when you can pay attention to what you're good at, the other abilities will naturally come in much more easily. And this is also helpful because while you're tuning into what you're already good at, it just gets better and it gets easier and you can like dive into it deeper. So if you're really good at clairsentience, be really good at clairsentience. See how far you can take it. Exercise it as much as possible. Really tune into it and be grateful for what you are experiencing. Write it down, celebrate it, say it out loud to let your spirit guides know and solidify that, yeah, you just experienced that and you believe it and you know it to be true and you trust it. Which brings me to my next one. Do not doubt what you are experiencing. Self-doubt 
is the psychic ability killer. If you are experiencing doubt, you will inherently tell your consciousness, your energy that you are not going to receive it. And if you're not going to receive it, if you're not going to recognize it, spirit, the divine, the universe is not going to keep sending you messages. They're like, nope, she's not listening. Like, why are we even bothering? If she's not going to listen, why would I give her a call? So do not self-doubt. Take what you are experiencing as truth. This is probably like the hardest thing to get a hold of when you're starting because there's no evidence, right? And you feel like a crazy person and you're like, well, what if I just made it up? Or what if that I thought it was a psychic download, but it was really just because I could relate it to what happened yesterday. No, we can't have any of that. Take it as truth and know that if it's not truth, who the fuck cares? It doesn't matter. This is about fun. This is about divine connection. This is about connecting to yourself. This is about trusting yourself and your abilities. So you need to trust. We are not playing the self-doubt game. We are confident, even if you're only confident to yourself. It's fine. We don't have to speak from the rooftops, but you need to know in your body that you trust what you are receiving and you're listening, which listening means taking it to heart. Listening means if your guides are telling you to rest, that you rest. Show the universe that you are listening. My next piece of advice is to drop concrete expectations of what you think the psychic ability should look like. Like I said earlier, I denied that I was clairvoyant for the longest time because I thought clairvoyant meant that I would see a movie screen in my mind's eye. Like there would be vivid colors, there'd be shapes, I'd see the whole thing. And once I could recognize that I was clairvoyant and it just didn't look the way that I thought it would, I realized that I had been experiencing clairvoyance for a really long time and it couldn't grow because I wasn't acknowledging it because what I was seeing was maybe a silhouette or it was like an outline or it looked like like a embossed impression and it was like overlaid with the current physical 3D scenery or it was overlaid in the the black color of my eyelids as my eyes were shut. It didn't look the way that I thought it was supposed to. And know that what you experience psychically, no matter the gift, will never be 100% truth of what someone else is experiencing. You can have two people whose greatest strengths are clairsentience, but they will look and act and service them in two completely different ways. And that's okay. Neither one is invalid. So drop the expectations of what you think the ability should and only look like. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you are already on your journey of using and exploring your psychic senses, but you're also probably following people on social media who are doing the same thing as well. Maybe they're using it as a career. So along with the dropping the expectations of what it looks like, you also need to drop your expectations of how it will show up for you. Specifically, what will your skills be? Because in my experience, yes, everyone can have access to these abilities. Yes, like I said, they will show up differently, but you will find that you will have specific strengths that are individual to you. Yes, you can learn new skills and you can like pick a specialty or a genre, if you will, 
but you will have naturally occurring strengths that appear, I'm going to say seemingly out of nowhere, but it'll just be like an inherent talent. So some people are really good at tuning into past lives. Some people are really good at tuning into your team. I'm personally really good at tuning into like unconscious habits or mentalities that are showing up in your energy, like limiting or inherited beliefs that are holding you back. And that's not that's not something that I purposefully dove into. It just kind of like showed up. So be really flexible and curious in your experience so you can grow that. So you can find your own path and authenticity within your practice. Next is don't be afraid to try new things. Don't forget to play with it. Don't structure it. We're not into toxic masculinity here. We're not on the one, two, three step plan. There are processes. There are methods to the madness, if you will. But you can't forget to play with it. I did this for a really, really long time. I go through periods where I forget to play and I'm all like, work, work, work. What's the next thing? How do I get this better? Work, work, work. But I forget to play and I find that often when I allow myself time to play, that's where I get better. Like I had a session with someone who kind of like tested your psychic abilities and I did this because I wanted to know where I was at. I wanted to know how to get better. And what they tested me on was just tuning in psychically to random questions. I was not expecting this. I didn't know what I was getting into ahead of time. But I was supposed to give the answer from my psychic awareness. And I realized that I was a lot better at it than I thought I would. And it was because I had never tried. Like, they asked me how they were feeling today. And I had to, like, okay, change my mindset tune into my higher self, open my psychic awareness and ask, what is she feeling? And wait for the answer. And I was a lot better at this than I thought. And I started playing with it after this session that I did. And I realized that there was like a world open to me that I didn't even know existed. And it was because I forgot to play with it. I never even tried. So I encourage you to explore and play and just try things out without any expectations. Just be curious with it and non-judgmental of the progress or not progress you're making. Really find the fun and the joy and the play in it. Also, be aware that as you are developing your psychic abilities, it can be really common to experience dips in your abilities. It can be really common to feel like suddenly everything is radio silence and you're not getting anything anymore. Usually for me personally, when I experience this, it's like a call to rest before things turn back on at like a higher capacity. So just tune in to see what that silence might mean for you, what your energetic body needs to do at that time while you wait for them to turn back on. Usually there's a purpose as to why things are getting silent. Just be patient with it. Sometimes the silence can last for weeks. Sometimes it can last for months. Just be patient with it. To close this out, I do feel it's my responsibility to touch on very briefly 
that there is a fine line between psychic senses, psychic abilities, and psychosis. I am not a medical professional, but I do need to mention this. That if you ever feel like your everyday life, your everyday reality is bombarded with paranoia and anxiety because of what you can perceive psychically, you need to seek professional help. Your psychic abilities should never scare you or make you fearful for your life and everyday activities. So I urge you, please, 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 if you ever feel like you're bordering or tumbling into that realm, please seek help. All right, that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please share with a friend or leave a review. Every act of engagement helps us immensely grow and continue to do what we're doing.